today's narrative is, well, no, the business owes me. Actually, you owe the business something. You better be creating more value than that business pays you or else there's gonna be no fucking business and you're not gonna have a fucking job. Real quick, we don't have to belabor this one though, but you know, talking about Twitter and how Elon Musk is getting rid of you know uh, people, and I threw up on my stories that you know you shouldn't you you shouldn't be upset because if you're upset, you're obviously not bringing enough value if yeah. you're getting fired essentially or let go or laid off or whatever. Um, I know I say things like that, but depending on who it is, would be tough. And obviously discussing what you just discussed and, and, and having even like management not being on board with new transitions, new ideas, uh, new, new ways of doing things, um, you know, scaling and, uh, you know, um, being on board with what we need from them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had to be in, I've had to make some really hard decisions this last year and, and, uh, you know what I'm talking about. And, uh, like literally every single day, like there's not one day that goes by that I actually don't think about that, mm. that situation. So I had to let go, um, one of my, what, what, like really one of my like best friends, I guess you could call it. That's been with the business for a long, long time. And, uh, you know, unfortunately we gave, we gave them every single opportunity to, um, rise to the occasion. Every single time we, we, we implemented something, it was not being followed through with, um, every single time that we had to explain something, there was pushback, uh, with, with, you know, in terms of suggestions or new efficiencies, things like that, there was pushback all the time. And, um, and I, and I remember thinking in my head during this, during this time period, I remember thinking like, you know, and I have spoken with this, this person, you know, on a few occasions about, you know, certain things, not exactly super direct about it, but kind of like, Hey, listen, man, like, you know, this is, these are the goals. You got to be with us because this is how it's going to be moving forward. But I remember thinking when this was going on, I remember thinking I shouldn't have to have a serious conversation with people so high up in the organization where it's a conversation where it's like, listen, get on board or you can't work here anymore. I actually feel like when you're giving somebody all the right tools and all of the right, uh, you know, I don't even know, encouragement or, or uh, the wherewithal to be able to succeed in that position and to really help scale the business, I feel if you're not, if that isn't being reciprocated, they're not the right fit for the company and you shouldn't have to have that conversation. I feel when you reach a certain level of management, I feel like those conversations shouldn't be, shouldn't be had anymore. I feel like if it comes to a point where you actually have to have a conversation with that person, I think, I think it's done. Mm-hmm. Like, you you can't be you can't be ultra effective in a position like that having to have those conversations with that person you just it's not going to i don't feel like it works i don't feel like i don't think elon musk is like going to his number 2 or going to like say like the cfo or the ceo of tesla being like hey i need more out of you i need you on board with this i yeah. need you to you know really take serious what we're doing here. I, I don't think they're doing that kind of shit. Never. I N- that doesn't it. happen. Never. So, so I feel like 
one of the th- one of the things that brought me at least a little bit of solace in, in doing that is number one, like I in a roundabout way kind of brought that up, but I also felt like uh, our earlier conversations when we started kind of like you know working together, um, this wasn't a partnership or anything. This was this was an employee, um, but that happened to be a friend. But when we first started working together, I remember, you know, explaining to him multiple times that like I will always pick in the business when we're in the business about the business. I expect I have certain expectations and if they're not being met, I will I will uh, I will choose the business over the friendship all day long because for you to put me in that kind of position, I feel is a lack of respect for the business and for our friendship. Don't ever put me in that kind of position. If you ever put me in that position, it's going to end. And that's what ended up happening. And uh, it it was a super unfortunate situation. It was really tough. Um, You know, I really recommend not hiring friends and family, to be quite honest, because you don't want to be in that kind of position. It Mm -hmm. it really fucks with your head and it really like takes up valuable brain space, you know, Uh, that could be used strategizing on how to grow your business or, 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 you know, um, just business things that don't have to deal with that kind of situation. It's, it's, it'll, it'll consume, it'll consume more of you than, uh, than any other kind of situation that probably would come up in a business because Mm -hmm. it's, you're emotionally attached and anytime you're emotionally attached, it's, it's a mind fuck like crazy. So, and it's a, it's a time sucker as well, because all you do is like, you're always occupied with in the back of your fucking head is there's always this underlying occupying situation while you're going through that type of scenario. So it was a really fucked up time and it was a really fucked up scenario. I don't regret it because we're doing amazing now that the department is running the way that it should be. But I regret I regret having to go through it. It was really, I don't know if that even makes sense. I don't know if you cannot regret it, but then now regret going through the situation. I mean, I feel bad about it. I, yeah, I truly do feel really fucking bad about it. But at the end of the day, the expectations were set from the very beginning. And, and to go along with your points that you made earlier, if people aren't willing to change and adapt to certain even business, different business environments, different economic environments mm-hmm. to allow the business to adapt. Because I think what people f- fail to realize is as the economies adapt, people adapt. People buy services and products. Mm-hmm. If your business isn't adapting along with the economy and changing times to adapt along with your demo- your target demographic that is buying your products and services you won't have a business for very much longer. So and all your employees won't have a job. Exactly, and they won't have a fucking job. So yeah. it's so important to re- like as soon as you're getting pushback from people that are are in, in high level positions with you that that are are not capable of adapting along with the business, you have to really reevaluate whether or not that person is the right person for the business. Mm-hmm. If I can give, um, if I can give advice to anyone working as an employee, regardless of the role, could be an entry level role, supervisor, manager, whatever it is, is always consistently be asking your supervisor, manager, business owner, whatever it is. 
hey, what are the current priorities of the business? What are What's the business trying to do right now? What are the goals? What are the short-term goals? What are the long-term goals? Okay, I'm hearing from it. What do you need from me and my role in order to help push that forward? Yeah. Here's a couple ideas what I have. What do you think about it, yeah. right? Because that whole feedback and that kind of like questioning is is so valuable yeah. because if you're if you fall just like comfortable in doing a certain task with the growth of the business that task might either one become obsolete mm. might um, become so efficient that a 40-hour work week is being done in two hours mm-hmm. right and so if that's all you're doing and you're not doing any other tasks or taking on any other responsibilities all of a sudden like you're no longer providing the same value to the company as you once did because yeah. you're getting the tasks might only take a few hours a week so the whole idea is that if you're asking okay well what other kind of what, what are the goals of the business what are you trying to work on right now oh we're trying to like figure out this this and this okay well, what could my how is my role involved in that okay i could take on this and this mm-hmm. in my new freed up time mm-hmm. and i think that there's a lot of like i see on social media people complaining like oh like over time, employers are just always adding more to my plate, more to my plate, more to my plate. It's like, it should be that way, yeah. right? Because if you're good at your job, you're gonna figure out how to take a 40 hour task and get it down to as small of hours in, uh, as you humanly can, so that you can take on an additional task yeah. and you can do the exact same thing. Yeah. And then once you've really cleaned it up, maybe you can delegate it to somebody else that's able to just repeat that task. Mm-hmm. That when that's how you climb ladders too. That's how you climb ladders, but then ultimately that's how a business scales. Yeah. Right. Because from from the from the the, uh, the bird's eye view, you don't necessarily know. Okay. Well, how does a business actually scale when you're looking at the weeds? This is how it happens. You have mm-hmm. to have your employees that are having the same scaling mindset of not just continuing to do the status quo of doing the exact same amount week after week after week. Because if you're trying to scale a business exponentially. That's and you have an employee that's just always doing the exact same amount week after week after week, year mm-hmm. after year. That's not helping the business ultimately. No, right. In every role, you should be like, okay, how can I take my my role and make it as efficient as I humanly fucking can, yeah. and then take on additional responsibilities. And if you start doing that, like that will be recognized fucking so quickly, yeah, of course. and more and more opportunity will be brought your way. Yeah. So th- this is this actually brings up a, another talking point about this current this scenario that we had to go through is that th- this person was let go and he wasn't replaced. That's something to really consider, right? At the end of the day, he wasn't providing more value to the business than what he was being paid for. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking big for people to understand. Today's narrative is, well, no, the business owes me. Actually, you owe the business something. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. That business, you better be creating more value than that business pays you or else there's going to be no fucking business and you're not going to have a fucking job. That, this is, these, are not, these are not non-for-profit organizations. Okay, This is a for-profit driven economy. Economies have to create, businesses have to create profit in economies for them to be viable options anymore. You can't have you can't have a bunch of employees you can't have a bunch of employees being paid more than the value that they produce. It's impossible. The it doesn't business, fucking work that way. The business will die exactly. very quickly. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is one of the issues that we saw with the golf course. We were paying people more than the actual business was fucking pulling in. It's as simple as that. That business would have died. Mm-hmm. The more more than likely, the reason why it was being it was sold, dying. It was dying, dying. The reason why it was probably being sold is because it was already fucking dead. So, and we're revamping it, but people mm-hmm. don't want to hear that shit. 